Destinations Beyond Expectations is powered by Group Experience. Visit groupexperience.com to learn how to build your travel tribe. Welcome to DBE. I'm your host, Stevie G. Whether you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or any other platform, thanks so much for tuning in. You can also find the show on groupexperience.com, the official home of the podcast. For today's episode, I'm joined by Lee Friedman, an avid traveler who knows a lot about family travel and Caribbean destinations. She's launching a brand new website, mangotreetravel.com, which is focused on helping you find the right family-friendly hotel for your next Caribbean vacation. So make sure to visit mangotreetravel.com and see her brand new website. Today, we'll be talking through a blog we wrote about a place called Water Island, which actually belongs to the U.S. Virgin Islands and sits right next to St. Thomas. As always, be sure to check the show notes for a link to the featured blog. During our chat, I learned about how to get to Water Island, what it's like to explore the island by golf cart, why visitors rave about Honeymoon Beach, and more. So let's get to my interview with Lee to discover why you might want to pop over to Water Island during your visit to St. Thomas. Lee, welcome to Destinations Beyond Expectations. How are you? Thanks so much for coming on the podcast. I'm wonderful. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really uh, excited to be here. Absolutely. Now, I think, you know, many travelers are familiar with St. Croix, St. Thomas, and St. John, which are three of the most popular U.S. Virgin Islands. But there's another U.S. Virgin Island whose footprint is less than one square mile and population is under 200 people, but it has some really cool experiences for visitors, and that is Water Island. What can you tell me about Water Island? Where in the Caribbean is it, and what's the island like? Sure. Um... I recently traveled to Water Island because uh, from many points on St. Thomas, which is where I was traveling, one of the more commonly frequented Virgin Islands, uh, you can actually see Water Island. Uh, It's about a 10 minute ferry ride across a channel from St. Thomas. And anywhere on the island where you're getting the views of the main St. Thomas Harbor, you can see Water Island um, across the way. So it's hard to miss from a view standpoint, but I think very few people know that you can go there and that you can either spend a whole day there. Uh, There's no hotels, uh, but I do think there are some Airbnbs even for people who want to stay somewhere that are completely remote. Um, and a little bit off the beaten path. But uh, so Water Island is right next to St. Thomas, uh, if you're trying to think of where where you're headed in the U.S. Virgin Islands. Very cool. And and you brought up the 10 minute ferry ride. Is that the only way to get to the island or, or, you know, talk about actually getting to the island itself? I think so, unless you were to hire a private boat charter, which I'm sure that you could do, but it wouldn't really be worth it. Uh, Water Island is a 10 minute ferry ride from um, Crown Bay Marina, which is in Charlotte Amelie, the main port city in St. Thomas. It leaves every hour on the hour. It was a, I went with my five-year-old daughter and it cost us, I think $15 round trip, super easy, super affordable. And there's not really any reason to get over there any other way. I think Crown Bay Marina is probably for many people who, go into St. Thomas on cruise ships is a 10 minute taxi ride possibly from where most of the cruise ships come in. Uh, And it's very easy to get to. 
Uh, so we, we took no advanced planning whatsoever to get the ferry ride, which I think is great because we, we planned to go the day before and it was very easy for us to get to. So we've talked about getting to the island, but one of the neat things I was reading about Water Island is that you can actually explore it by golf cart. Um, you recommend visitors stop by Rachel's Rentals to rent a golf cart for the day. Um, talk about you know exploring the island and getting around by cart. Yeah, that was probably one of the highlights for us, um, for anyone. So I focus on family travel and for anyone who's traveling with kids, I think golf carts are a surprisingly huge perk. Like kids love it I and mean, I love it. Uh, it's just a really fun way to explore um, a place and it feels unique to be able to drive around in a golf cart uh, on your own. So we were actually disappointed the first time we called Rachel uh, at Rachel's Rentals. She said it was a very popular week. It was spring break for a lot of people and all of her golf carts were booked. Um, but she was super helpful and decided she'd call us if anybody returned one early, which happens a lot for people who are trying to catch a plane. They'll take one out for a day and then they'll bring it back at 10 or 11 a.m. and they can't book those out ahead of time because they don't know when the golf cart's gonna come back, but there are often golf carts that come back early. So we got really lucky. She called us around 10 a.m. and said, a golf cart's free for you already. Uh, and so we were able to take the ferry over pretty shortly thereafter and walk up a steep hill, about like a three minute walk up a steep hill and pick up our own golf cart. And 10 minutes later, we were sort of on our way. The island, it's tiny, as you sort of noted, and we just sort of puttered around and it was sort of strange. There were a lot of cactuses, um, which is not what I was expecting. It felt very different in landscape than St. Thomas, which is 10 minutes away. And there's an old World War II bunker up at the top of the island and you can just sort of drive around, take in the views and see what there is to see. And it felt great. It was a very, a very cool thing to do. You noted there that, you know, the, the landscape was a little bit different than St. Thomas, but I'm sure it's it's very pretty as you, you know, kind of explore it on golf cart. Talk about, you know, what the island looks like and the natural beauty of the island. Yeah, you know, the island itself um, has some hill to it. Like it's got sort of like one fatter, bigger end and one smaller, skinnier end. And the first thing I notice as you come over the hill with your golf cart is you get a view of the main beach in uh, on Water Island, which is sort of the reason most people go there. There's a beach called Honeymoon Beach. That's sort of one of these picture-perfect Caribbean beaches, but you see it straight from the hill as you go over the first hill on Water Island. And then you can take your golf cart and sort of force it a little bit to go up another big steep hill where you get views back at St. Thomas. And that's a pretty unusual thing to be able to see also is most people get the views from St. Thomas, but getting that view back uh, to that big, beautiful island um, and the boats out in the ocean was pretty neat on Water Island. Um, and combining that Caribbean sun with, you know, my daughter would then say, you know, look at this cactus, look at that cactus, uh, was a pretty neat juxtaposition that felt special because I can't say I've ever spent that much time uh, on Caribbean islands where you also see a lot of sort of like cactus meets beach, at least not in the U.S. Virgin Islands. Yeah, that's very cool. And, you know, yeah, you just cool. you brought up um, Honeymoon Beach just now, and that's a, a great segue to my next question because – Honeymoon Beach is looks like the perfect place to relax, and it's, I'm sure, something that a lot of visitors to Water Island go to. Can you tell me a little bit more about uh, Honeymoon Beach? 
yeah, that was a really great way to spend the day. And and just by a side note, I think that the golf cart is sort of a huge bonus as to why you would go to Water Island and explore for the day. But you don't have to rent one if you just want to go to Water Island and go to the beach. Dingy's Beach Bar, which is on Honeymoon Beach, runs a shuttle from the ferry dock to Honeymoon Beach, which again takes less than five minutes the island is not very big so you can just go to water island for the day and go to the beach i think renting the golf cart adds sort of an extra um sense of fun to the whole adventure but the beach itself it can be its own destination and it really is one of these sort of picture perfect beaches one thing i noticed about it is that you could rent like pool noodles and pool floats from the same guy who was renting beach chairs and other like typical beach rental things because the island, the water there, sorry, is so calm that you can actually like float around in it as though you're in a pool. So that to me is sort of a special aspect of this beach. And one thing that makes it great for kids, um, there were tons of kids there, people who live on Water Island who were visiting. They also had a floating sort of beach bar table area where you could float and put your drinks down. So it was a little bit of a scene uh, in the sense that there were lots of people there to drink day away on a Caribbean beach. Um, but there were also lots of families there happy to play. And I uh, really enjoy that sort of mixed vibe where there's sort of something there for everyone. You can not only rent beach chairs, which you would expect to be able to rent, but beach hammocks, like freestanding beach hammocks. So for the same price, so it's $10 to rent a freestanding beach hammock. Uh, and so sort of laying under, I managed to convince my daughter to read a book in a beach hammock as sort of her quiet time for that day, which I don't think I would have been able to do had it just been sort of like a normal beach chair. So I thought that was sort of a neat touch of being able to rent a hammock and enjoy the day on this awesome, beautiful beach. Now, you know, with the island being so small, there aren't too many options when it comes for like to places uh, for food. But Dingy's and Heidi's get great reviews from visitors. Can you tell me a little bit more about Dingy's and Heidi's? Sure. I would say for food, um, Heidi's is the place to go. Now, um, that's part of the reason, I think, to get the golf cart, because to get up the hill to Heidi's, I don't think there's a way to get there if you don't have a golf cart. Uh, and there were several visitors that I met who had been to Water Island a number of times and said that when they come to visit St. Thomas, they go to Water Island just to get the fish tacos at Heidi's. Uh, and they're they're excellent. You know, it's a food truck up on the hill with this great deck looking back over St. Thomas. It's sort of exactly what you picture when you're thinking of a out of the way, low key Caribbean fish taco and a beer experience. Again, sort of like the plug for families there is that they made my daughter like an amazing grilled cheese using whatever roll they had available that she was probably one of the best things she ate on her trip as well. So I thought the food there was and the experience of parking your golf cart on the side of a hill to order amazing fresh fish tacos and eat them on a deck overlooking St. Thomas, sort of exactly what you sort of hope from your Caribbean vacation. Uh, so that. I think if you can go to Water Island and rent a golf cart and go to Heidi's, it's worth your time. Dingy's is the beach bar on Honeymoon Beach. I'll say admittedly, Dingy's felt a little overpriced to me, but I think that's partly because you have, they have to bring in everything on Water Island. So someone was telling me while we were there that even the residents of the island, the grocery shop, have to take the ferry over to St. Thomas 
either have a car there waiting for them or take a taxi to the grocery store. There are no grocery stores on Water Island. So everything is brought in. And once I learned that, I felt a little better about paying, you know, the $20 for fish tacos at Dingy's. But uh, you're really at Dingy's for the vibe and for the beach and for the convenience of not needing to leave that beach if that's when you want lunch. Uh, and they also have great drinks. I think they have a drink called the Creamy Dingy, which is like some version of a pina colada banana daiquiri, uh, which was lovely. So if you wanted to stay at the beach all day, Dingy's is a great option. But I think if you have a bit more of an adventurous spirit and can make your way up to Heidi's for food, then that that is the the better food on the island. So, Lee, if someone comes to you and says, you know, like, I'm planning to a trip to St. Thomas, and I'm really thinking about going to Water Island, like, can you tell me more? Or why should I do it? What kind of encouragement or what would you tell them about, you know, why they, they might want to add Water Island to their itinerary? You know, I just actually did that last week. Now that you say that, I have some friends in St. Thomas right now, um, and I believe they went to Water Island yesterday. I haven't heard back from them yet what their full report was, but I encouraged them to go. And what I said was, it's just a neat way to do something a little bit different and still get the the Caribbean experience that you went to the U.S. Virgin Islands for. And in some ways, maybe more of what you might picture from your traditional Caribbean experience, the St. Thomas is a little built up and it's wonderful. There's a lot um, to see there. There are great beaches, uh, there are great restaurants, but some of them can get crowded and sometimes you can maybe feel like you're not fully away from it all. And going to Water Island, you are fully away from it all. And you have this extra bonus of being able to explore a little Caribbean island on a golf cart and get fish tacos on the hill and all of that feels laid back and a little more calm than some of the other options on St. Thomas. And frankly, you're probably not going any further. Like Depending on where you are on St. Thomas, you may have to drive 20 or 30 minutes to get to some of the most popular beaches. And so a 10 minute ferry ride, you're not really going out of your way for what's a very cool day. So I wanna switch gears to something a little bit different here. And that's something exciting for you because Mango Tree Travel, your website is launching here soon. Um, can you tell me more about Mango Tree Travel? Why did you start it? And, and what can, you know, if someone visits your website, what can they find? I started Mango Tree Travel because I, as a mom of two kids that loves to travel, felt like there was a real hole in the online travel planning resources for parents. Um, a lot of the websites that we typically go to to book hotels didn't make it easy for me to find the types of rooms I needed at the types of hotels that I was excited about. Uh, and I found that a lot of parents were starting to default to Airbnbs and to sort of bland family resorts that they weren't really excited about because it was just too hard to find something else that um, not only would were they excited about, but that they knew their kids would be welcome at and it fell within their budget and that had the types of rooms that parents need when traveling with small kids. Um, my anecdote that I like always like to share is that for one trip I was planning, I put my number of kids and their ages into search engines probably like 15 times, only to have every hotel website recommend a standard room with two double beds. But for my kids, age one and five, makes no sense for us to spend a week sharing that hotel room. I mean, you could do it, sure, but no one's gonna sleep 
and no one's going to feel like they really had a vacation. And so what I want to do with Mango Tree Travel is make it easier for parents to find um, unique and exciting hotel accommodations, um, starting with all the Caribbean islands, which that's which is sort of what I love and where I know, um, that really fit their family's travel style and make it a vacation for everybody. That's so cool. And I think that's going to be a very useful resource for a lot of families uh, looking to travel and have a great vacation. Um, where can people go to follow Mango Tree Travel on social media? Um, right now on Instagram uh, at mango uh, underscore tree underscore travel and is the biggest one I'm on right now. And the same, uh, there's a Facebook page also. And the, the biggest thing to do, though, is the website's launching soon um, and it will have the search filters that parents need to find the right Caribbean hotel and frankly that anybody might want to use to find an interesting and unique Caribbean hotel. Uh, though, of course, it is focused on family travel. Um, and mangotreetravel.com is the place to go to sign up for launch updates and to get newsletter alerts for our destination guides and hotel recommendations in the Caribbean. So, Lee, I have one more final question for you today, and I, it's something I ask all my guests on the show. Destinations Beyond Expectations is the podcast designed for students of travel. So I want to ask you, are you somebody who considers yourself to be a student of travel? And if so, you know, can you share a lesson or two that you've learned along your travel journeys? Absolutely. Um, I would say I've, I'm a student of travel in that I've, I always want to learn about how to travel in a way that feels like an adventure or an experience um, that's worth the money and the time. Um, and how to see the world in a way that that you want to keep thinking about and that, that teaches you something. But I'm especially, I'd say, a student of travel right now in the family travel space because uh, as any parents listening will certainly appreciate, as a parent, you're always changing and your kids are always changing and their needs are always changing. And the way you thought you liked to travel two years ago uh, is going to be different each time you go to book that trip. Uh, and so just like any other thing with parenting, with traveling, you're constantly learning how to do it in a way that is enjoyable for everyone and that allows you to connect with the location you're going to, but also relax and get away from your sort of like daily grind. And the sort of anecdote I'll give is I, you know, I decided to start this website as a family travel expert. I'm, you know, I know what I'm doing. I'm a parent of two small kids and we took a trip recently where we made some mistakes. We we made the mistake I just mentioned. We decided to stay in a double room with our two kids at a hotel for four days and nobody slept. And uh, we mistimed the flights uh, based on our kids' ages. And we made some sort of rookie mistakes, but also just a learning experience that, that is going to continue to happen every time you travel with or without kids. But I think especially with kids, appreciating that there are going to be bumpy moments along the way and it's constantly a learning experience to see how to do it in a way that is good for everyone. Well, Lee, I want to thank you so much for taking some time to come on the show and share your knowledge of Water Island. And uh, I'm very excited for for you to launch your website. That's going to be very exciting. I'm looking forward to that. And uh, thank you so much again for coming on the show. Thanks. I really appreciate it. It's great listening to your podcast. And I hope that you get to go to Water Island soon and some of your listeners as well. It was a really, uh, it's a really great day. 
A big DBE thank you to Lee. Make sure to check the show notes for the link to her brand new website, mangotreetravel.com, where you can find great hotels with the style, character, room makeup, and amenities that will make your next Caribbean vacation relaxing and fun for you and your family. And be sure to follow Mango Tree Travel on Instagram at mango underscore tree underscore travel. The DBE podcast is powered by Group Experience. You can actually listen to the show right on groupexperience.com or you can find DBE wherever you get your podcasts. I want to tell you about one more page you should follow on social media, and that's Group Travel Odyssey. I'm telling you this because every Thursday I'm part of another show called Destination Dispatch, where myself and my co-hosts talk to destination experts and learn how groups can experience a particular city or area. Destination Dispatch is a live stream show, and the only way you can watch the show live is to follow Group Travel Odyssey on Facebook or subscribe to Group Travel Odyssey on YouTube. Well, that's all I've got for now. Don't forget to subscribe to DBE on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Have a fabulous day, and I will talk to you soon.